So we're just going to talk about the gospel, and uh, hopefully those gospel lovers out there will be able to eat from this uh, discourse, this uh, dialogue on the man Christ Jesus. Amen. Um, we could really go anywhere and find the gospel, but one of the places recently that has really stuck out to me is in First Peter. The scripture says, uh, in the, the first chapter, it says, verse 12, it was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves, but you in these things, which now have been announced to you through those who preach the gospel to you mm. by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, these things into which angels long to look. I was seeing the connection between the preaching of the gospel and the Holy Spirit. Yeah, absolutely. This is the Holy Spirit's, oh, wow. his, his, his way. He magnifies the nature of God yeah. seen in Christ by unveiling Christ to us yeah. in the gospel. Yeah. Uh, so I guess what the first kind of question that uh, we'll jump on is, why yeah. is it that you think we need the gospel always? Well, I think the scripture tells us explicitly why because paul's main attempt in every letter is to get them to simply believe the gospel and so he he gives them th th this list that he gives them in first corinthians 15 yeah he says now i make known to you brethren the gospel which i preached to you which you also received in which you also stand by which you are saved if you hold fast the word, which is the gospel, <laughs> which I preached to you unless you believed in vain. And so he's, he literally just said, I preached this to you. Mm -hmm. You received this. Mm -hmm. You stand in this. You're kept by this. If you hold fast to this. <laughs> so it's almost cyclical. Yeah. You know, it's a, we, 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 we let go of the gospel and the solution is to grab back hold of the gospel. Huh. And then the, the solution for maintaining holiness and growing and sanctification is to continually cling to the gospel. Yes. So there's no, there's never a time where Jesus is going to allow you to float on your own huh. yeah. and just be left to your own devices. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think there's an old hymn that says, uh, Oh Lord, to obey your commands could never come from me. Wow. So father use my ransom life in any way you choose. You know what I mean? It's this, it's this abandonment, this, this, this laying myself open to this trustworthy, faithful, good, holy, you know, long suffering, patient, kind, gentle, humble person who has saved me, rescued me, ransomed me, redeemed me, called me, sanctified, <laughs> justified, glorified. You know, he's done, he's done all of these yeah. things. And there's, there's this inescapableness that we lay ourselves in and just drown in and enjoy, you know? Yeah. The, the gospel is really, like you're saying, we see him. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, <laughs> if we keep saying the gospel and people hear that word right. and they think gospel music or they yeah. think gospel like, um, okay, I got it. Like, like Romans Road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but what we're talking about yeah. is that God has revealed himself yeah. and what he's like in his heart. Yeah in sending his son yeah. to die yeah. uh, a death that we deserve. Yes, yeah. Because he lived a life we could never live. Absolutely. And, and then all these attributes of Christ seen in the gospel yeah. then begin to almost spread through uh, our hearts yeah. and change us yeah. and continually feed us yeah. and keep us and and they become the joy of our of our lives These, yeah. the, and it's him yeah absolutely. so, so yeah. there is no separation between the gospel and no. christ no. I, I told you once a guy said to me we're preaching the gospel too much we need to preach jesus <laughs> right. but that it doesn't make any sense no no because the gospel the gospel is less about do these things and you'll go to heaven it's more about god saying have i not forgotten you i've carved you into my hand yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the gospel. You want to yeah. know what the gospel is? It's God's unwavering faithfulness to save those who hate him and cause those who hate them to now love him <laughs> and hate the sin which they loved because he took our place <laughs> and died our death and bore our wrath <laughs> and suffered in our stead so that now he can be a surety. Huh. And 
it's not like it's not a stepping stone. This is the only we're like a bunch of one string guitarists. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we got. That's we got so we got one thing to say. So define surety for someone that doesn't know the word. Yeah, surety meaning he is our absolute assurance. <laughs> He's our absolute solid foundation. He's the only thing we can build on. He's the <laughs> only thing we should build on. He's the he is the absolute pinnacle. Yeah, yeah. He's the only one at the top. Uh-huh. He's the he's the one everyone looks to. <laughs> and he's able to save us to the uttermost or completely. Mm-hmm. Meaning that there's no area of your life that he's ever going to abandon or there's no area of your life where he's never going to say that's mine. Yeah. Because I bought it, yeah. because I love you, because I want to make it look like me. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's and it's by the spirit that we do this. Like I was reading Romans 8 says the life set on the flesh is death, mm-hmm. but the mindset on the, the spirit is life and peace. But then he says, but if you, by the spirit, mortify the deeds of the flesh. Yeah. I think there's so many people that are trying to live the gospel, right. but they think that means like killing their sin. And that's a good intention. But like John Owen says, any sense to mortify your sin apart from the spirit is a fool's errand, essentially. You know, like yeah. you're never going to be able to do it. So, I mean, even in, in Galatians, yeah. what Paul, let's look at it. In, in Galatians chapter three, there's this tie together with the gospel and the spirit. Uh, so it says in 318, mm. or so let's look at 14. Actually, let's look at 12. However, <laughs> the law is not of faith. On the contrary, he who practices them shall live by them. Mm. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, praise God. Having become a curse for us. Oh my goodness. For it, for it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree in order that in Christ Jesus, the blessing of Abraham mm-hmm. might come to the Gentiles so that we would receive the promise mm-hmm. yeah. of the Spirit through faith, dropping yeah. down to verse 22. But the scripture has shut up everyone, understand, so that the promise <laughs> by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. So the, is it safe to say that the scriptures are saying to us, the gospel is the attributes and revelation of this man, Christ Jesus, and the reception of his spirit. Yes. And I love that the verbiage in the New American Standard 95 is so fantastic because that everyone may be shut up under. It's like Romans 3 says, um, that every, that every mouth may be stopped mm. and everyone lie guilty under uh, under this judgment. Yeah. And then it says, but now. Ephesians 2 would say, you know, but God, being rich in mercy and abounding in great love. It's it's that picture of God is jealous for his own name yeah. and his own glory, that he would orchestrate such a perfect, wise plan that he would receive all the glory yeah. and allow us to partake of his own divine nature in the process. <laughs> This is, this is, this is, it's crazy. And it removes us from the equation. Yeah. So that we can't boast. boast. Yeah. Absolutely. That's it. That's it. Absolutely. Uh, another passage in um, First Peter, I've been in First Peter recently. Yeah. And the way that he's just describing things and, and speaking, he keeps weaving everything together with the gospel. Yeah. Like you were saying, Paul in all his letters is just re-preaching the gospel. Absolutely. And trying yeah. to quicken their faith again, back in the simplicity of the gospel. Yeah. But listen, look at these words here. In uh, the th- for the third chapter yeah. of First Peter, it says, "But even if uh, you should suffer for the sake of righteousness, you are blessed, and do not fear uh, their intimidation, and mm. do not be troubled, but sanctify mm. Christ as Lord in your hearts. Mm. Sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts." To me, that is also an, a a short synopsis. It's yeah. the gospel. Sanctify. Yeah. Christ as Lord. Not only is it we exalt him as Lord, but this is the good news that he would want to Lord us. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is great that he would even say, hey, if you make me my, make me your Lord, I'll do it. Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, and then another one here, just one more, uh, 17, uh, 18. For Christ also died for sins once for all, the just for the unjust, so that he might bring us to God. God. 
praise. Oh, one more, one more, 21. Uh, scripture says, corresponding to that baptism now saves you, not the removal of dirt from the flesh, yeah. but an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, yeah. who is at the right hand of God, having gone, having in. gone into yes. heaven after angels and authorities and powers have been subjected to him. This is all gospel preaching. Absolutely, absolutely. Because it's, it's, it's the, again, the gospel is not, you know, hey, pray this prayer, walk down this aisle, show me your hand and you go to heaven. It's the gospel is <clears throat> the good news of Jesus Christ, yeah. Jesus Christ, meaning his incarnation, his his life, his vicarious atonement, his penal substitutionary death, his burial, his resurrection, his ascension, his sending of the spirit, mm. his second advent, <laughs> his his reign upon the earth and his yeah. conquering of all things and eventually all things being put under his feet so that he would reign forever and ever and ever <laughs> and so on. Like there's no, there, and, and to the dominion of his kingdom will have no end, right? Yeah. Isaiah yeah. preaches the gospel. Yeah. Ezekiel preaches the gospel. It's it's all these different facets of Abraham preaching the gospel, preaching the laying gospel. his son upon the altar. Right. And God's saying, no, don't do this uh-huh. because I know that you fear me, but I will give you yes. my son one mm. day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And even as Paul in Galatians, he says, you guys want to, Look at the law. Okay, let's yeah. look at the law. Right. Abraham, right, right, right. Hagar, yeah. and Sarah. Absolutely. Here's the new covenant. Yes. He's like, this is it. She is the barren yeah. one that shouts for joy because yeah. a miracle by the Spirit. We have this new yeah. birth in, in Christ while the law is death and can only breed death. Yes. But what, what something you just were talking about, all these aspects yeah. of the gospel, not only do they reveal to us the beauty yeah. of this man, Christ Jesus, but they are they are things we can think on with our with yeah. our natural minds, yeah. and it does something to us. Absolutely, more so than than studying a, a book on engines. No, absolutely. Yeah. If you study yeah. and think upon these things, yeah. like in Colossians, it says here about uh, Epaphras. As a matter of fact, if you look at verse five, it says, "Because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, of which you have previously heard in the word of truth, the mm-hmm. gospel, which has come to you, just as in all the world." also is constantly bearing fruit Mm. and increasing (laughs) the gospel is bearing fruit and increasing uh and even as it has been doing in you since the day you heard of it it's been doing this and understood the grace of understood this is yes understood the grace of god but here look at this just as you learned it yes from a paphras it seems like they didn't just hear the gospel from Epaphras. No, yeah. He taught yeah. the gospel. I think that's one of the, the great indictments of the current state of, of, the, uh, of the church that we live in is that the gospel is presented on Sunday morning, very sh- like 800 miles wide, maybe an inch and a half deep, <laughs> but it's not implemented into daily life. <laughs> it's very much uh, superficial. Yeah. It's Jesus died, but nobody has any idea how him bleeding 2,000 years ago, yeah. how how John Flavel would say, every every wound of Christ is a mouth to speak to God on your behalf. Mm-hmm. It's like we don't understand how him bleeding and being pierced and he him suffering and how does this make me right with God? Yeah. Doesn't God love me already? Yeah. How do we, how do you reckon? And we just kind of move on. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's one of the greatest examples of being taught the gospel mm-hmm. like they understood the grace of god in truth mm-hmm. so there's parameters to the learning of the gospel so we don't go outside of what is written or we don't go beyond um what is orthodoxy you know what i mean yeah and so it's important to to recognize that and not just skip over it as paul's introduction you know yeah. what I mean? yeah. <laughs> like really seeing it and going wow do i have I learned the gospel? Have I learned? Have I learned Christ Jesus? Like mm-hmm. he says in Colossians 2, but you have not learned Christ this way. Yeah, yeah. And so the, it harkens back to how have we learned Christ? Learned Christ. Yeah. So, okay, let's say somebody says, okay, I hear you, the gospel should be preached yes. and learned. Yes. So talk to me about how the gospel or why the gospel takes away sin. Like, yeah. Talk, talk to me about practically. Yeah. Not just for the person who doesn't know right, right, right. the gospel and wants their sins removed, yeah. but the person who is a Christian yeah, right, right. and needs to understand how his death is consistently working yeah. in their life. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think I think it's like Colossians 2 6 would say, as you received him, so that you therefore walk in him. Mm-hmm. And so it's this open dependency, this, this, this 
helplessness that we have. And I, I think being presented with all our inabilities and our failures throughout the day <laughs> give us a door, not to condemnation. Right. But if we see it correctly, we can see it as a door to cling harder upon Christ. Yeah. To, to lean more, more frequently upon him. Mm-hmm. Because when you see all your maladies and all your, all your diseases in your heart and all these things that, that, that pop up throughout the day, your, your, you know, whatever it is, you're short tempered or you're, you're, you're quick to speak and slow to listen. Whatever the scripture points at you is an, is an avenue to cling to Christ's feet. Mm-hmm. And it makes you look more like him and it, it, it creates a dependency upon the spirit. Yeah. And it creates this, this almost this, huh. this, this welling up in your heart of Lord, if you don't grant me more grace by your spirit, I am going to continue yeah. in this way. You have to rescue me again. Yeah. And I think, I think we look past, especially as Christians, I've done this a million times. You know, I remember I read Titus 3, 5 one day and I remember I read it and I was like, he saved us. <laughs> And I remember like starting to cry. Yeah. It was so elementary, so, so, you know, it was first grade kind of stuff, but he actually saved me. <laughs> he looked upon my helpless estate. Yeah. And the arm of the Lord came down and with a hole in his hand, he rescued me. Yeah. There's nothing like that. When the gospel by the spirit comes down like a hammer and just rips you open and it becomes real. That's how you can actually live free. Yeah. You can live free from sin, free from the influence of the enemy, free from whatever, free from yourself. <laughs> you can live free, free from whoever. It's it, it's that that liberty of the spirit. That yeah. that's what it. That that's how we do that. That's so great. we lean upon the Lord. Uh, I was thinking when you're talking about um, Galatians chapter one, uh, the scripture speaks of the gospel in verse four who gave himself mm. for our sins yes. so that he might rescue us from this present evil yes. age according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory yes. forever and evermore. Just a couple of things yeah. on here, and you can chime in as you, as you want. But he's talking about grace and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself. So it's gifted. Yes. Three, yeah. He gifted. What did he give? Yeah, himself. Yes. Not an angel. No, no. Not a, 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 you know, a good thing. He gave the best, yeah. which was himself. So gifted yeah. himself. Now I love this for our sins. Sins, which you can yeah. say our direct rebellion against him. Yes. He gifted himself for what we did against him. Sin. So that, this is the reason why he gifted himself for our sins. Mm. is So that he might rescue us, (laughs) deliver us, rescue us from this present evil age. And I love how Art Katz defines the age, the values. (laughs) He defines this this present evil age as its value system. So he delivers us from these evil values. Wow. Praise God by his by his own self. He gave himself for our sins wow. so that yeah. he might rescue us, deliver us from this present evil value system. According to, and this is for all those who think that Jesus is different than God. <laughs> all those who think that, that Jesus loves us and God doesn't. Yeah, ah, he, Jesus convinced God to yeah, love yeah. us. And it yeah. says, according to the will of our God. And Father. And Father. Our Father. Goodness. And then here's the point you were making earlier. Yeah. To whom be glory. Yes. In other words, he did yes. it all himself. He gets all the glory. Yes. If he only did half the work, he only he's only worthy half the glory. <laughs> <laughs> but it's for his glory. Yes. He did it all himself. Yes. So recapping, you can even go backwards. Yeah. To the glory of God. Yes. God our Father. Yes who desires us, has delivered us from a value system from this world by giving himself for our sins in Jesus Christ. Man. It reminds me of that that stanza of uh, It Is Well With My Soul (laughs) and my sin. Oh, the the bliss, the glorious thought and my sin, not in part, but the whole, Mm. was nailed to the cross and I bear it no more. Yeah. 
and praise the Lord. I think that we have to have this view right. of what sin does to the human soul mm -hmm. and what sin does to people and what sin caused, what sin meant for God's sacrifice, you know, and what the, the, and then couple that with the humiliation of Christ's dissension yeah. or <laughs> Christ's incarnation, you know, it's humiliating for him to take a nap. Yeah. You know, I think, <laughs> I think it's so, I, I think, I think we think Jesus to be like 90% human and 10% divine sometimes <laughs> instead of this, this hypostatic union yeah. of a hundred percent God and man. I think we think he's like a human, but he's like got really good favor with God. And he's like, you know, we kind of pit them against each other. And, but when you really see the fact that he is God almighty, the uncreated word yes. dwelling intimately next to the heart of God forever. And I think St. Augustine said, God, <laughs> Jesus's humiliation is not, uh, Jesus's um, incarnation is not leaving something that he was, but taking on something that he was not. <laughs> and so he adds to himself a human nature wow. that he has forever. Gosh. That he's able to be sensitive and to be empathetic and to be sympathizing to our sins mm -hmm. that he was tested in every way. Right. Right. That it just goes back to how he's a surety, how he's a how he's a mediator of this covenant. <laughs> because he's he's perfectly obedient, but he understands temptation. Yeah. And he's victorious over it. Mm -hmm. And he prays for us right now. He holds me, not because I'm good, but because he's good. Yeah. He keeps me because he will live forever. So I will live as long as he lives because I'm in him. Yeah. There's nothing that I have. There's He has done absolutely all of the work. Yeah. <laughs> and he's... And he has done it gladly. Yeah. He's called a savior. Like I remember <laughs> when Christmas, we usually read the Christmas story before we open presents and stuff with Gideon and, and Britt. And so I read the, I was reading the Christmas story and I got to the part where the angel tells Joseph, you will call him Jesus yeah. because he will save his people from their sins. Yes. Like it's in his name. Yeah. Yeah. He is a savior. Mm -hmm. So why do we think that once he saves us, he won't continually save yeah, us? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's who he is. Yeah. I remember Dr. Brown used to point out, it says he will save his people from. Yes. Not in. Yeah. That's fantastic. Like, in other words, some people believe that Jesus saves you, but there's no victory over right. sin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, when we talk about this joy of being forgiven yeah. of sin, it's not because we have, like, this horrible past and no. we're just trying to run away from <laughs> right. all the people yeah. we killed. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. not, no, no. it's not like that. Yeah, no. There's something else in it. It's not just the forgiveness of sins because of things wrong. It's the forgiveness of sin, the burden of it, the yeah. death and disease and yeah. poison of yes. it being removed from us. Yeah. And on the opposite side, yeah. righteousness imparted yes. that enables us to feel yeah. joy right. and peace and satisfaction that and is far beyond anything this world could offer is what we were created to have absolutely and, and we, that's why we're so happy about the sins being <laughs> right removed. not just because of our yeah. of our past it's right. no. so much more than that no i and i would and i would even go a step further i mean even even if you lived on this earth and just just were a liar you just lie like hey you know would, do you have you know this and you're like yeah i have it and you don't have it like you just lie every day for the rest of your life it has nothing to do with the severity of the sin because of the majesty of the person you're offending. Huh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The perfection of God, he's so other than yeah. that any mark <laughs> is a is a it, it sticks out like a fly in the milk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like it it's it's not like, oh, I never killed anybody, or oh, I didn't do this, or I'm faithful to my wife, or I serve in church every week. It has nothing to do with that. It's when you look at Christ that yes. the angels can't even look fully upon. The angels haven't ever gotten a clear sight of his full <laughs> perfection. And uh, so a lie to him is deserving of eternal damnation yeah. because he's so eternally perfect. He's not just good. He is the highest good and goodness itself. He's not just faithful. He is faithful and true. It's his yeah. name. Yeah. It's written on his body. He's not just love where we kind of fickly think about it, he is the only thing that is actually adorable and lovable yeah. in this world. Yeah. He's the only thing that is that is good and true and pure. So any malady against him is the highest 
a stupidity. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it, 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 it is the highest mark of, of treason because he's so majestic and Mm -hmm. so perfect and so, and so lovely. Yeah. I mean, you you think of like, uh, well, let's look at a couple. Revelation chapter one. Oh my God. The scripture says to him who loves us, talking of Jesus, to him who loves us and released us, released us. Man, that, that gives the picture that you're held Yes. By sin. Yeah. He released us from our sins by his blood. Man. And sometimes I think we read that by his blood and we just think it's just, oh, his blood. Yeah. No, he bled. Yes. Yeah. He suffered. Yeah. And he the blood came out not all at once, but ca- slowly. Yeah. He's bleeding. Yeah. And he's suffocating to death on that tree. And when we say his blood, we don't just mean like the blood, but the whole of the crucifixion. It's a. It's common for the writers of the scriptures to say the cross yeah. or the blood. The blood of his. But cross they're saying thing. the entire. Th- they're they're talking about the entire. Absolutely. Substitution. Yeah. He took it all. Yeah. Upon himself. So by his blood, and he has made us to be a kingdom, priest to God his Father. Mm. To him be glory. <laughs> In other words, you did not do this. Yes. He did dominion. it. <laughs> Forever. Forever. Uh, oh you know, what gosh. you were just talking about with um, the holiness of God, yeah. every sin is like a fly in the milk. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was, when I interviewed Pirtle for yeah. the This is the Gospel series, yeah. he says, I said, what's the bad news? He goes, God is holy. And then I said, what's the good news? He goes, God, God is holy. <laughs> it's so, so true. I mean, it is for, so what, true. What, is, what does 2 Timothy say? It, even if we are faithless, he is faithful. Yeah. For he cannot deny himself. He cannot deny himself. His Psalm 89 says, I've sworn by my own holiness that I will do this. I will do this. He's, he's, it's like Genesis, like when he makes the covenant with Abraham, he puts Abraham to sleep and he cuts the, the, the animals in two and then he walks through the smoke himself. <laughs> it's like, it's, you're looking at these, at this God who is so immutable. Yeah. And he can't even change when the, his own creation spits in his face. Wow. He's still perfect. This is, this is, what is this? These are charms. Yes. These are. The, they're like, they're like, they're like diamond encrusted hooks that draw us to Christ. Yeah. <laughs> like we just, it just pulls me. Yeah. And this is what we mean when we talk about yes. the beauty yes, of absolutely. Jesus Christ. We're not just yes. saying that he has a lot of colors that come out of him that we've never seen before. <laughs> We're talking about something far more than external things. No. As a matter of fact, Jesus put off all the external glorious things. Yeah. He veiled them. He veiled them. Or uh, Govet says, his, he doubly showed his humility by what he put off and put on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which right. you yeah. see it in um, uh, the washing of the feet. Yeah. He took off. He took off and, and he put, put on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So this is, this is a great gospel. This is the beauty of Jesus Christ. His yeah. nature yeah. wins the heart. The kindest of the kind. Yeah. The the truest of the true. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, <laughs> he's he's crowned with many crowns because he's not just the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. He's He's, he's the patient of the patient. <laughs> he, he's he's the loving of the lovely. Yes. He's the the prince of peace. He's the he's he Praise is God. the apex of all of this. Yeah, so good. There's there's certain things that we can see of him and the beauty of him just yeah. in the simple gospel in John three sixteen. Oh yeah, like for God, God again, God oh, so loved the world, yes. and we forget this. Yes, this covenant, it, it, the, like the Puritans would liken it to the covenant of redemption before the world began. Hmm. That the Trinity came together and in in God, there yeah. was a covenant yeah. of redemption. This is how we will, A, preserve our holiness and also satisfy justice and display our love wow. for the world. This is what John Flavel talks about in The Fountain of Life, like the Father's Bargain. Hmm. You know, he, he says, he lies the earth open to the sun, so to hmm. speak, in this picture. And he says, what will be done? Yeah. They lie open to my wrath. They, they've unraveled themselves, so yeah. to speak. And Jesus says, lay it upon me. For I'm able to discharge hmm. and undertake for them to become a surety, hmm. to become a firm foundation. I can, I can, I can get them to the other side, essentially. <laughs> I am, I'm strong enough. Yeah. And this, oh man. You know, this is why we love heroes. 
Yeah, absolutely. There's something embedded in human yeah. nature that is like people love Marvel and yeah. and because they got these different people that are able to do things for the rest. Yeah. Or like for instance, like if you see like the movie Maverick, Top Gun, Maverick, yeah, yeah. and no one's able to do this thing under a certain amount of time, and yeah. then he, the best, yeah. goes in and does it. Yeah. There's something attractive about yeah. this. Like, yeah, he's so yeah. cool. But the reality is, is all of these are absolute slivers. Yeah of what we find in Jesus Christ. And yeah. it reveals to us that human nature yeah. has within it a cry yeah. for someone to come. Come, slay the dragon, <laughs> get the girl. Yeah. Like this, this is what is, what is Sleeping Beauty right. other than the gospel? <laughs> the prince coming, slaying the dragon and kissing the bride awake. What it, My gosh. What, this, is, this is what Christ has done for us. Yeah. He breathes on them, receive the Holy Spirit Praise and they become God. alive again. This is, how can you not love him? Okay, I don't know. I mean, how, how can you, I don't how know. How can you hear of this God and not say, man, and not say, that's what I long for. Yeah. That's what my soul desires. That's what I was created for. How, how, how is it possible? Even if you're a complete heathen yeah. and you, you study all the gods, study yeah. them all, yeah. there will be none. none. That comes close to what you find in Christ, no. revealing who God really is. There is no God like this. No one is that sure. <laughs> no one is that sure. No one is that absolutely solid. <laughs> no one has been like that, immovable in holiness, and yet he condescends. Mm. It's Isaiah 57 15, right? He says, I, the Lord, dwell in a high and holy place, and yet I, I am with. Yeah. Those are the contrite and lowly in spirit. Yeah. Who is that? Yeah. Who is it? he? He strolls the Marianas Trench for fun, and yet <laughs> he's the only one that's cracked the sky wide open. <laughs> like who? What? I I just don't. He he rests his hand under my head and holds me close, and yet he's the one with a sword coming out of his mouth, wow. and he's gonna slay every single one that stands against him. Mm -hmm. He washes his feet in the blood of the wicked, and yet he allowed his own feet to be pierced. Yeah. Who? Who? There's no one else that can be that solid, that sure, that unchanging. Like we've been doing this interview for, for 25 minutes. I've changed like four times. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's never going to change. Yeah. <laughs> he's never going to change. He's never going to fly off the handle. He's yeah. never going to counteract his word. He's uh, going to perform every single thing in this, and, and even in our lives. Isn't, isn't this inexhaustible? Absolutely. Like, why are we talking in Christianity about anything else? You can't exhaust this. No. It is always new. Yeah. It, it always makes new. Yes. It, it always, it's always precious. Yeah. It's always quickening. It's lovely. Yeah. It excites love on the inside yeah. of the heart. All these other things pale. Absolutely. In comparison to I feel, I feel to like Christ. I've said the same things that I've said before in yeah. this very room. Like, I feel like I've said the same, I just repeated myself. Yeah, right. And it feels exactly like I never said it before. Like, I feel alive again. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't know. I don't have anything else to say. I don't know what else to talk about. Did I just say the same? I said the same thing again. Awesome. Right, well, awesome. Great. So, so we see God so loved the world. Yes. That he gave, gifted his only begotten son oh that whoever... Goodness yes. gracious, yes. believes in him shall not perish, yes. but have eternal life. Yes. For God did not send the Son into the world yes. to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. He who believes in him is yes. not judged, and he who does not believe has been judged already wow. because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten yeah. Son of God. Uh, just a couple of things. The, good, the bad news is in here. Yes. You can yeah. see it because per the word perish, yeah, and you can see it in the word um, judge, judgment, and yeah. and the word saved. Yeah, saved implies you're in peril. <laughs> you're in peril, peril. <laughs> and, and the and the word perish, yeah, is very clear. Yeah, and they're both eternal. And they're both eternal. There, there's an eternality to it. It's not like yeah. So that's the bad news. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But the good news is also in here. Yes. God gave. Yes. His son. Yes. So the bad news is yeah. perish. Yes. You need to be saved. You're already judged. You're already judged. The Bible says it's going to go on at 36 and say yeah. the wrath of God abides on you. Yeah, read it, read it. It says um, the father loves the son and has given all things into his hand. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> okay. And he who believes in the son has eternal life because we know yeah. that. 
John, John seventeen three yeah. is to know to know Christ is to have currently now eternal yeah. life, and but he who does not obey the Son will not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. So there's bad news, and the yeah. good news is there. <clears throat> God is loved. God has given. Yes. God will save. Yes. My goodness gracious, this is it. You know, even like the word you just said, eternal life in John seventeen three. Yeah. And for those people that don't know that verse offhand. This is a good one to memorize. Yeah. It says, uh, so this is eternal life. Yeah, this is Jesus praying too. Yeah. This is, this is, <laughs> yeah, God this is not talking to God through God. Like this is the Trinity having a conversation. <laughs> this is eternal life <laughs> that they may know you, the only true God in Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Oh, so the knowing of God yes. is eternal life. Yeah. The gospel is the offer of eternal life. Yes. But there's something about this word life that is mm, so important too. It's, it's part of the gospel. Yes. We have deadness in us. The absolutely. scripture says we were dead in, in our trespasses and sins. But, but Christ has made us alive. That means he's given to us life. Yes. So life in and of itself is another offshoot of what the gospel is. Yeah. That we have a dead brain. Yes, absolutely. We have a, we have a dead heart. Yes. We, we have... We're destined to death. Yes. Death is spreading through our bodies even now. Yeah, right? Like Genesis 3. In the day that you eat it, you shall surely you die. 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 Yeah. So you have death yeah. is, is that's man's plight. Absolutely. But life will come in and yes. make our hearts new. Yeah. It, life is is bright. Yes. It's alive. Yes. It, it has this element to it that you can feel. Yes, absolutely. You, can, you cannot tell me, a person cannot tell me that divine life <laughs> entered into them, yeah. but they didn't know it. Yeah, no. Or, or like we were no. just talking about the other day, the hyper, <clears throat> hyper grace heresy yeah, yeah. has been around forever. I absolutely. saw it in the 1800s. Yeah. Uh, uh, Adolf Saphir yeah. was uh, writing about it. Yeah. But the heresy was that everybody's born again. They just don't know. They just don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's like saying... I, I I slept through an electric an electrocution. Right, right, right. <laughs> How can divine life enter into your being? Yeah. You don't know. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I'm a, I've already been. I have divine life. Yeah. How can you have the inflow? Yeah. Of divine life and not know it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it. I, I think that whole I, I, idea of you know you repent once you don't have to ever repent again that antinomian kind of understanding of hyper grace or we're just you know reject the law unhitched from the old testament however you want to package yeah, it yeah. however it's, however it's manifested itself in these days i think it robs christ of yeah, glory it robs totally. god of glory yeah and it robs god of his his act that he purchased that he demonstrated that he gave people it it, it just flies in the face of the word it does and 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 and, and if anything flies in the face of the word it needs to be you know almost mocked yeah. <laughs> totally. I yeah. mean, David mocked Goliath. Absolutely. You know, because who is this uncircumcised Philistine? <laughs> Challenges the armies of the living God. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I remember Martin Luther's whole quote on the gospel is oh the announcement that Goliath's head is off. Yes. And they're singing and dancing through, <laughs> through the camp. Yes. Oh, I, I wanted to, to look over at the first time the gospel is ever written Oh. Um, in First Thessalonians. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, by the way, just just as a caveat to to you know maybe maybe you've been listening to us talk about God not being changed and mm -hmm. God Jesus not changing the Father's mind all this stuff mm -hmm. substitutionary atonement and you know our sins so bad so that's why Jesus had to die such a terrible death all this stuff. If you look at Genesis, God says, "In the day that they eat the fruit, they shall surely die." But the first one to shed blood is God. God is the one that made animal skins for them. Yeah. They didn't have like, you know, antelope hides just lying around in Eden. You know, and someone had to get their hands dirty. Yeah. And God has always been the one to go, that's mine. I'm going to rescue that mm -hmm. because I love it. Yeah. It's like John Flavel says, with Christ being the mediator of the covenant, there's not a temptation, a disease, an affliction or anything that Christ does not cry over you half mine. Wow. That's beautiful. So precious. Without the shedding of blood. There is no remission. There is no forgiveness of sins. So yes, they died spiritually in a yeah. sense. But for them to not be obliterated, God yeah. shed blood in the garden and then promised mm -hmm. that he would one day not just clothe us with animal skins, but clothe us with the very glorified body of Jesus Christ. <laughs> His own spirit. 
what does it say? It says, God, we're making an appeal through us. Yes. What is it? Uh, he made him who knew no sin, knew no sin to, to be sin, sin for us so yes. that you we might become God. the righteousness of yeah. God yeah. in Christ Jesus. Yeah. That's that close that you're talking yeah. about. He closes. So a Baptist minister told me this one time. Yeah. Tell me what you think. He said, when God shed blood yeah. to cover them, he said that the reason why Cain's sacrifice was not accepted mm. was because he didn't follow with the shedding of blood. Wow. So he said, it's a picture that can be applied as a picture yeah. to the fact that your works of your own hands yes. will never save you. Yes. Only blood and Abel is yes. the one who recognizes it's blood that brings forgiveness, yeah. not the works of my hands. Now, I know you can't really... Like maybe you can't take it completely and say that's sure. exactly what it is, but yeah. it is a good little analogy Absolutely. to say, man, you can pull as much fruit as you want, well, pull as yeah. much veggies as you want. I mean, you, I mean, you, you could you could even say that you know Abel just gave what God gave him back to God. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. He said, "This is a livestock. I'm giving that right back You're to right. God." Yeah. Abel was like, "I'm going to till the ground because God cursed it." Yeah. So he's trying to give God a cursed offering. Yeah, yeah. And it's Cain. Not, yeah, 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 yeah Cain. Cain. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Cain. Cain. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. But okay, so the first time the gospel is ever preached or uh, written, it says, uh, verse 9 in the first chapter, For they themselves report about us what kind of reception we had with you, mm-hmm. how you turned wow. to God from idols yes. to serve a living and true God and to wait for his son mm. from heaven Come on, man. whom he raised from the dead that is jesus who <laughs> rescues us yes. from the wrath to, to come. come what's yes. your thoughts <laughs> fantastic i mean this is this is a full picture of the gospel right i think you know so so many times we can we can key in on aspects of the gospel God is love or God is just or God is this or God is that. And we 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 fall into danger of preaching a lopsided Christ. He's very heavy in love. He's very heavy and he's got a he's got a <laughs> hammer in his hand. He's waiting, you know what I mean? This is this is perfection. This is this shows me that this shows me that waiting is very important. Mm. This shows me that um this shows me that I'm if I'm in Christ, I'm invincible. Because God is going to uphold mm-hmm. and further the work of his son. Yeah. And he's going to bring everything that is in my life that is birthed by the spirit to completion. Yeah. Like I'm, it's going to be good for me at the end. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is, this, this is just beautiful. I mean. What did uh, Watson say? God has tied together mm. his glory and our good. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So as as Christ reigns as Christ's kingdom reigns throughout the earth, we will know that he will get all the glory and we yes. will know that we will continually look more like him. Yeah, yeah. And as as we wait. There's a the the language here Turn to God from idols. I, yeah. To me, I always see pictures. Yeah, yeah. And it's they are turning to God from idols. So <laughs> it's almost like something else had their attention. Mm. Then something so much more beautiful yeah. caused them to turn from yeah. looking and giving attention to these things. To, and that's what the gospel does. Yeah. The gospel is a bright light that grabs your attention yeah. and says, that is better than all of this. Yeah. It's like it, it, the, the wording here too is fantastic. It's you turn to God from idols to serve a living and true God. Mm-hmm. So it's almost as if he's saying the idols are dead and dumb yeah, and liars. And li- you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they're, they're just li- they're not true. Uh-huh. And so this is this is the picture. It's it's the spirit causes someone's heart mm-hmm. to come alive and they see Christ for who he is. <laughs> and they go, he's the one that's alive. He's the one that's true. Yeah. He's the one that's faithful, you know. So so do you think the gospel both provides faith and requires faith yeah absolutely yeah so absolutely. in hearing the gospel you you oh, yeah you, you are quickened with faith yeah. and then you place that faith in yeah the gospel yeah because hebrews says right in the they heard the word but not being mixed with faith right you know so you can so they were in the camp they were all circumcised they were all you know what i mean they have the sign of the covenant they have all the kind of they, they got all the fixings they're 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 ready to go yeah but the word was not mixed with faith yeah so just because 
just because you first had faith, we need to continually go to the same fountain yes. to receive more faith, uh-huh. or receive grace or receive you know, help in the time of trouble or what, however it manifests itself. But we need that faith daily. Yes. And that faith daily comes from the gospel. Yes, praise God. It's like that Owen quote I told you before we started recording. It's gospel holiness will only take root and, and come out of the, the, the actual gospel that is the root of it. Hmm. Gospel hmm. holiness can only come out of that way. Yeah. It has to come from the actual gospel. It can't come another way. <laughs> can't come from fasting, praying. You can't, you can, you can do a five forties in a year. It doesn't, it's not going to matter. Yeah. It's not going to matter yeah. because Jesus Christ has like Jesus fasting for 40 days is better than you fasting for the rest of your life. <laughs> right. Cause his fast was perfect. Cause his, and he was, it was done by the spirit. <laughs> right. And I'm sure it like Jesus didn't fail in any of his temptations during no, his fast. I'm never. sure everyone has Absolutely. failed in a temptation. Yeah. And even just like, you know, having a dream about chicken parm or something like, you know, like, yeah. but that's the thing. Like even in this perfection, it's he's, he's vicariously perfect his yeah. whole life. Mm-hmm. It's not like he turns 30 and he's like perfect now. Like, yeah, you know right, what I mean? Right, right. When he's a baby, he doesn't throw a temper tantrum. <laughs> that's, that's my, like, that is enough meditation for, like, I think it's St. Augustine said the, that the infinite would become an infant. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then he's the same one that holds together the atoms of the earth by the very word of his mm. power while he's in a glorified feeding trough. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The early, the, the church fathers would say that God was born in a feeding trough to testify to the world that he was always going to be food for us. Ah, that's beautiful. (laughs) That is great. So even like taking the thought as you received him. Yeah. 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 So walk in him. Yeah. So the believer that has been born again. Yes. Wouldn't you say that they don't just live because of the gospel. No. They now live by the gospel. Yes. And it, what it looks like practically is even right here, it says, turned to God yes. from idols yes. to serve a living and a true God. As Absolutely. you pointed out, they're liars. Yes. They're dead. They're, they're dead. dumb. Yes. They can't hear. They can't hear. They can't see. Yeah. They can't speak. Just even, you know, the old, uh, one of the old prophets says that, right? It's like, yeah. They have yes. eyes, but they can't they, they see. Eyes. It's yeah. Malachi, right? They, they have eyes. I think a couple of them have said it. Yeah, it's yeah. multiple, but yeah. yeah. But, but the, the whole point I'm making is yeah. that that's still how we live today. Absolutely, yes. Turning from money, who has yes. no eyes, no yes. ears, can't yes. speak to you. Yeah. You turn from looking at that to looking at Christ. Yes. You turn from people who do not have the ability to speak into you spiritually yeah. or, you know, give you life. Right, yeah, Spiritual yeah. people cannot give you life. Only Christ can give you life. Yes. Or turning from a pursuit in life, a career yeah. or uh, lust or whatever it would be. It's continually turning, yes. looking unto Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That is how we live in what made us alive. Yes. So the gospel is we turn from idols to this living and true God yeah. to, to, to be submitted to him in joy. Yeah, absolutely. And we live by consistently turning from yes. these things that pop up, yeah. right? Yeah, look at look at Hebrews 12. I mean, I, I know we quote the first part of it, but I want to go to, to verse three. I think this is what you were saying is exactly this, but it's the gospel that causes this. Like he says, therefore, since we have such a great cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us and let us run with endurance the races set before us. It's interesting to me that he says this sin so easily entangles us, but then he just says, just, just throw just it off. off. So yeah. it's, it, it, <laughs> wait a second. It easily entangles me, but I can easily throw it off. Yeah. Well, how do we, so we look unto Jesus, Yes. fixing our eyes, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross. There There's it is, the gospel. gospel. It despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Mm. So when we forget the gospel, yeah. it's because we're being inconsiderate. Yes, absolutely. We're not considering him. Or first or second Peter Second Peter one, or yeah, Second Peter one. This is wonderful. This is just crazy to me. This this really hits it right on the head. Um, if I can get the Second Peter, God help me. Your okay, new here. Bible. My new Bible. I know. <laughs> new Bible. Sorry are... guys. I got tabs in it and everything. You know, figured I would know where the <laughs> stuff is. Um, yeah. So Second Peter one. Here we go. It says we can go back to eight. It says. Um, 
Actually, let's go. Let me go back to five. Now, for this reason, also applying all diligence in your faith, supply moral excellence and in your moral excellence, knowledge and in your knowledge, self-control and in your self-control, perseverance and in your perseverance, godliness and in your godliness, brotherly kindness and in your brotherly kindness, love. For if these qualities are yours and increasing, they render you neither useless nor unfruitful in the true knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these qualities is blind or short-sighted, and here it is, having forgotten his purification from former sins. Mm -hmm. So he's, this is all of yeah. life. Yeah. Moral excellence, faith, knowledge of sure. Christ, love, kindness. He says, if you, we forget these things and we lack these things, we're blind. We can't see Christ in the gospel. Mm -hmm. We're short-sighted. We don't see, like what like he says in 1 Peter, um, I think it's 12. He says, lay all your hope on the grace of and the grace of God that is going to be revealed in Christ, like yeah, it's coming. Right. Uh -huh. Put all your stake, all your eggs in that basket. Mm -hmm. And he says, if you forget this, you're short-sighted, having forgotten the purification of former sins. Yeah. You forgot the gospel. Right. You forgot that he cleansed you from all of mm -hmm. this. And I, I sometimes you you read these things and you're like, man, I got to work on my more Absolutely. Work. But, Absolutely. But if you look at verse three, look at this. Grace and peace be multiplied to you yes. in the knowing, yes. the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ, seeing that His, His divine power, divine yeah. power yes. has given to you yes. everything pertaining to life, all those things, godliness, and godliness, all those things, through through yes. knowing Him, absolutely, who called us by His own glory and excellence, glory. which is the gospel. The gospel, <laughs> and this is this is good because I've I, I've seen this trend in a lot of charismatic environments where you know streams and different things, and so. I've seen people talk about just resting in yeah. the gospel, uh -huh. but what they mean in resting in the gospel is I'm not going to do anything. Yeah, right. I'm just going to, you know, read my Bible and post on Instagram and just kind of <laughs> enjoy my coffee and get my little setup and just kind of sit and just only only read John, you know, only read the Gospel of John and never go to, you know, Second Kings or whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. And so, and but we we know that that's not it. Yeah, there right. is there is a spiritual aspect of growing in the lord yeah but it only comes through the the source has to be the spirit right because immediately you can get thrown into works and go definitely i need to grow i need to be more sanctified but you said it the first time i ever heard you preach to hurry god is to find fault with him uh walter butler yeah, yeah. so yeah. this again it's yeah. where, where you are is exactly how sanctified god desires you to be <laughs> <laughs> because he will continually convict yeah he's working sanctify and grow and can and, and and convict all those things like mm -hmm. when you step outside he convicts it you repent and then you grow but it's all <laughs> through the spirit yeah all through the spirit <laughs> praise god that he works right. with us and he's not going to just throw us out he's just going to leave us because <laughs> <laughs> i don't think we would even make it i don't think so uh, man there's a portion of scripture that i was just looking for i think it's in first thessalonians where he says he actually uses these words he says the word works in you mm. uh you know what I'm talking about? Is it? It's not Philippians too, is it? The word. Oh, that's a great one for two. Yeah. Two work thirteen. Out your, you work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For, for it is God, God who works in you both to will and, and to, to do. do. Yeah. yeah. For His good pleasure. For His good pleasure. Um, yeah. Normally I have it put out here, but it was such an interesting way of looking at it mm. that God works. The Word works in you. Oh, here it is. Uh, it's verse. Let's look at verse 13. First Thessalonians? Yeah. For this reason, we also constantly thank God that when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, mm. which is the gospel. Is first First Thessalonians? One or yeah. two? Two. Okay. Sorry. Did I say one? Sorry. No, no, no. no. I thought, I, I think I said um, one. So, so receive the word of God, which you heard from us. You accepted it. Yes. Not as the word of men, but for what it really is. The word of God, look at this, which also performs its work yes. in you who believe. The gospel works yes. Yes. inside of us. Yes. And it is that God working in and out yes. as we cooperate, yes. we yield, Absolutely. we surrender. Yes. We say, yes, Lord, yes. take me. Yeah. And, and the current of God will begin to, what did Paul say? He says, I worked harder than all of them. Yeah, yeah, not I. Right, exactly. The grace right. Exactly right. of God in me. I was just going to say that. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, it's it yielding yes. looks like something. It doesn't look like I'm going to yield now. Yeah. Well, that, just... that would be, that would be, 
a, a negligence disguise because right. that's that's sin. Exactly right. And I think that's so that's such yeah. an important distinction. Right. When we say yield, we're not saying I'm going to be negligent. Yeah. We're saying I'm going to yield. Yield can look like I'm going to block this day out to because be, yeah. I want to be with you. I don't yeah. care what falls away. I'm going to make this room yeah. or I'm going like, like Jeremiah Burroughs said, um, Christian contentment is not in adding to your desires, but the subtraction of your desires. <laughs> <laughs> so it's great. almost as he's reducing us. Yeah. He's causing us to see these issues and go, I'm going to cut that out. I'm mm-hmm. going to cut that out. I'm going to cut that out. I'm going to yeah. cut that out. And Lord, give me the grace yeah. to cut it out so that it may be pleasing to you. Man, we were, I was with Kalinda last night and he, we were talking about Guyon. And how uh, the principle of gravity pulls yeah. everything to the to the floor, yeah. and how Guyan was saying that when you're born again mm-hmm. by the Spirit, your heart now is pulled. Gravity is towards God. Wow. Now the only reason why you wouldn't get to God is if there's something in between yeah. the ground and, and an obstacle. Yeah, an obstacle. Yeah. So like this phone will not hit the ground. No. Because there's a table here. Yeah. But if you remove the table. Yeah then it'll go straight to the Lord. So I think yeah. a lot of people's desires of God are never satisfied yeah. because of, there's no removals. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's no surrenders. Yeah. It's like, Lord, I, I'm going to give up my own will yeah. here. Yes. I'm going to give up my own will in this situation yes. or in my life. And yeah. then once those things are removed, your heart just is pulled by his own power. Yes. yes. And then you find that he's the one that's, that's doing all these things. What did, uh, yeah. what did Watson say? He said, if a piece of iron is drawn up contrary to its nature, you know yeah. by this, a magnet is drawing it. Oh, yeah. So is <laughs> if you see your heart being drawn up to God, yes. you know by this, the Holy Spirit is, yes. is drawing you. Yes. Because yes. you can't, you, we, we, right. we, we can't do it on our own. And the, the famous verse in uh, Colossians 1, uh, for this purpose, I labor and sh- striving, striving, labor according yes. to His yes. power. That's the secret. Which That's mightily... Yes. works in me. Mm-hmm. So this power yeah. yes. is working on the inside of yes. Paul. It's mightily working on the inside of Paul. Yeah. And now he takes this this mighty power that's working in him and he just cooperates yeah. with it in Absolutely. activity yeah. so that God is the one because it's got to be from him, to yeah. him, and through him. Because it even goes, it, it, it even plays itself out in Acts 16, right? He wants to go and play yeah. in the church here and the Lord right. says no, but he's active. Because he's following the leading yeah, of the spirit, right, right. and he's following, he's following, and then he's listening. He's going, "Okay, I'm not going here, but there's people in this city, uh-huh. and I'm going to go there." You know what I mean? It's yeah. this, it, it, it's this in step with the yeah. spirit, and this is how we actually yield. Yielding is not, um, I would say, it's active, but active led by the spirit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, it's not this negligence disguised as resting kind of thing. You know yeah, what I mean? it's. Uh, I think another way to look at it too is in Galatians. Yeah. Um, Bro, what is that quote from that we love from John Wesley? No, abandon, abandon everything. That is not the, the merit, merit of Jesus Christ and, and the yielding, yielding to his spirit. So absolutely. That's that's what I think. And John Wesley did more than anybody on the planet at that time. <laughs> he died with what, 12 silver spoons? More money passed through his hands than all of England that oh year? Oh my gosh. He I mean, he had no wasted time. Yeah. And he, yet he was the man. He's a monster. Of yielding to the spirit. And no, no wasted time. Sheesh. I remember reading in uh Rutherford's journals and he says, You know what? I read Rutherford and McShane back to back, so yeah. I can't remember which one it was that actually said this. Yeah. But the, he said in his journal, he said, Nothing pains me more than the misimprovement of time. Wow. Isn't that beautiful That's words? Beautiful. Nothing pains me more than the misimprovement of time. But in Galatians chapter five, we have he's already Rip them away from works. Yes. And he has told them it's the merit of Jesus Christ alone. Yes. And now he gets to yielding to the Spirit yes. in verse 16 of chapter 5. Yeah. Walk by the Spirit and you will not carry out the desires of the flesh. Yes. For the flesh sets its desires against the Spirit. Mm. But look at this. And the Spirit the sets flesh. its desires against the flesh. Mm. So you have two sets of desires. Yeah, look at look at how he finishes the verse. For these things are in opposition to one another, so that you may not do the things that you please. In the in the other desires. In the other desires. Yeah. And so there's this, there's this duality almost of of if if I if I walk this way, I'm gonna feed this desire. Yeah. But if I walk this way, I can cultivate these new desires yeah. given by the spirit. Totally. Yeah. And and this is what he's really doing. 
when he's talking about this is he's referencing and understanding that the Jews know. It's in Ezekiel 36. Yes. That's <laughs> the one. And it's uh, verse 26. Moreover, I, I, I will give you a new heart. Yes. That's new affections. Yes. That's new desires. And that's I, a new being. That's a new, it's new being. being born again. And I will put a new spirit within you. Look at this. I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. That's yes. a soft one, a tender one. I will put my spirit within you. Look at this. And cause you. Yes, that's it. And cause you to walk in my statutes. And you will be careful. Careful. That's just full of care. This is meticulous. <laughs> to observe my ordinances, you will live in the land that I gave to your forefathers. 